Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we thank you for your goodness and grace. We thank you, Lord God, for waking us up this morning, for giving us an opportunity to seek you, Lord God, while you can be found. We thank you, Lord God, for your mercy. We thank you for your kindness, Lord God, how you have blessed us with a reasonable portion of health. Lord God, you have given us the activity of our limbs. Lord God, and, and Lord God, whatever you have done for us, Lord God, mostly that you have given us a mind to seek you, a mind that we can reach out to you, that we can call upon your name. Lord God, we thank you and honor you, Lord God, for this opportunity. Lord, the opportunity that you have given us on this 10th day of December, 2023, there'll never be another day like this. And Lord God, we thank you. We honor you, Lord God, for your presence. We honor you, Lord God, for the presence of mind to be in service, Lord God, to gather together, Lord, and from our respective places, Lord God, and how you have blessed us, Lord, throughout this year, Lord God, and the tests and trials that we've gone through. But you brought us out, Lord God, thank you. Thank you, Lord God, for all that we have learned, Lord God, all that we have experienced. Lord God, thank you. Lord God, continue to lead us and guide us, Lord God, as we fast, as we pray. Oh, bless you, Lord God, as we seek your face, oh Lord. Lord God, thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Bless your name, Savior. Lord God, thank you, Lord. Lord, we just, as we bestow this blessing upon people, Lord God, listen, wherever you are, I want you to raise your hands up in the air. Bless you, Lord God. Put your hands up. Oh, bless you, Lord Jesus. You got two hands. Put them up. Put them both up. Put them both up. Put them both up. Put them both up. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord God, thank you, Lord. Lord, thank you, Lord God, as we are in a receiving mode to receive what you have for us, Lord God. Lord God, to bless our spirit, Lord. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord God, we honor you, Lord God, for your mercy. We honor you, Lord God, for your kindness. Lord God, and for the blessing that you have for us today. Lord God, we honor you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, as we lift up holy hands, Lord God, to, to magnify you, Lord God. Lord Jesus, to exalt you above every situation. Lord God, thank you, Lord. Lord Jesus, we just want to bless your name, Lord. Lord Jesus, and walk according to your will. Lord Jesus, to be found holy as you are holy. Lord God, we ask these blessings in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord God, remember each one that is tuning in. Lord God, we'll give you glory. 
We'll give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God bless you. I want to thank you for uh, joining the online service. Uh, you're listening to Inside the Pages presented by the Cornerstone of Grace, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. Sunday praise and worship begins at 9 a.m. Wednesday Bible study at 7 p.m. And we believe the Bible is the word of God. Just want you to think about that for a moment. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we're faithful. Why? Because we believe the Bible is the word of God. We're bold. Why? Because we believe the Bible is the word of God. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. You may have faced opposition before and you may have tried to do it your way, whatever that way was. But when you believe the word of God, then you face opposition by being obedient to his word. At this time, we're gonna have our opening scripture uh, being read, and then we're going to worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Uh, uh, and, and so let's draw our minds in. There is a prophetic word that is going to be spoken. And, you know, and, and, and it already started. It already started. There was a glimpse of a vision uh, even while we was in prayer. And so with that being said, I want you to know that you're in the right place at the right time. You're listening to the right word to be spoken for this time in your life. God bless you. Psalms 27, one through six. The Lord is the light of my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For one, for in a time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. Yes, yes, yes. In the secret of his tabernacle, he Thank shall you. hide me and set me upon a rock. Yes. And now shall my head be lifted up yes. above Bless my enemies, round about me. Thank you, Therefore, Jesus. will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. Yes. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Mighty God. Acts 2, 46 and 47. And they continue daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word. At this time, we want to, 
to meditate and worship and, and acknowledge the Lord um, in the beauty of, of holiness. You know, the Lord is looking for those that worship in spirit and truth. And so there is a song that we want to, as we are meditating and thinking upon the goodness of God before his word by Hillsong, uh, the beautiful name of Jesus.
Shamoy. Again, that was what a beautiful name it is by Hillsong Worship. And I, I hope that you are blessed by what you heard. You can look that up, Google it. You know, it's nothing like having worship music to, to honor the Lord. You, you know, I was reading in the scripture, and I, I even read that after when they were on the, um, the what we call the Last Supper, that it said, and after they had sung a hymn. So... <laughs> So, so it made me stop and wonder: uh, Did was Jesus, or what Jesus sound like when he is singing? You know, that's just my thoughts because of what the scripture said. And so, you know, I I, I love the word of God, and you know, as I was taught, learn to hate evil and to love the good. It is so important. This is what keeps us in check. This is what keeps us in balance. And, and so there's my heart is filled. There's so much that I want to say. Um, and so I, I'm don't don't mind me. I'm just crazy as if you've ever seen a bat fly, they they they're just all over the place. They just circled, they just everywhere. You know, I'm feel like that right now because of what God has released in my life. Now, if you are with me, I want you to know this, that especially those that are in my presence right now, that if you, I'm trying to think of the best analogy to give for, but when you're watering the grass, sometimes the, the, the sidewalk gets wet, huh? Yes. When you're watering the grass, you know, other things get wet. And so the, the grass is not the only recipient of the water. So I want you to know and, and that you being around me, uh, I'm not the only recipient of the blessing, but you are also become partaker of that as well. Now you need to understand that. You're going to have to think about that. You're going to have to meditate on that. You're going to have to understand that, uh, that you're just not in any place. And I don't usually say stuff like this except that I feel led to say, because I have entered into a certain place um, and because of the place that I have entered into, uh, then my cup is starting to fill up and my cup will be overflowing. And as my cup overflows, the saucer that it sets on will be blessed as well. And so there is much more to come from that. But I want you to understand that as we go forward, you know, and magnifying the Lord, you know, if you see me acting crazy and you're going to see me acting crazy, you're going to see me, you're going to think I done got stupid. Yes, I have gotten stupid for the Lord. And so I just want you to know that I'm just trying to put it in a way that, that you understand, know, and, and, and see those things and why I might be doing it, acting a certain way at any time. Amen. Because God is blessing. The Lord is doing. He is at work. The Lord is at work on my behalf, uh, which means that all of those. Now, the shepherd is not the only one that's blessed. Now, I am I am very. Um, um, persuaded. I was looking for another word to use there, but. The pastor is not the only one that's blessed. Uh, no, 
No, if the pastor is eating good, the sheep should be eating good too. If the pastor is doing well, then then everyone else should be doing well also. So, you know, because we're all, if you're living by the same word that is being presented, then you are a recipient. You become a recipient of that too. All right. We're going to go on into the word of God. There's so much more that I want to say that, but time is not going to permit. So you're going to have to hang tough and you're going to have to hang out with us. You're going to have to be there. Uh, because if you if you're not there, if you're missing out on, on Bible class, if you're missing out on on Sunday morning, then you missing some stuff. You are certainly missing. Don't pay attention. The the the, the when there is a, a title put up that this is going to be the sermon, I, I want you to know. Don't don't dismiss that and say, well, you know, I've heard that before. You don't know what you've heard before and what you haven't heard. You don't know what you've heard and what you have not heard. And so don't don't be quick to dismiss it and say, well, you know, he's just going to be talking about Jesus name. Hey, you don't know what's in that name. Matter of fact, uh, well, you know what? I'm not even going to tell you. Let's let's go on into the word of God. The Bible tell us in Proverbs. Now, I want to read this because I want to I want you to 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 build. I want to build something here. I came to realize and to understand that many times we we give the word of God. And, and so just a moment here, we give the word of God. And after we give the word of God, people are functioning. They're functioning in obedience. They're functioning. However, they say, or they can say, well, you know, I was obedient to what was said. But I want you to take your obedience and apply faith to it. I want you to take your obedience and apply faith to what you're doing. I want you, and this is the will of God, to take your obedience and know Walk in assurance that what I am doing, as I do it unto the Lord, that I am not just walking in obedience, but there is an expectation that God is going to bless me. My inner man is going to change. From the inside out, I am being changed. I'm being changed the way I think. I'm being changed the way that I talk. I'm being changed the way that I act. I'm being changed uh, the way I conduct business. I am being changed from the inside out. And so the Bible tells us in Proverbs, and this is just the opening text that I, that I want to drive home with you, it said, trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Trust in the Lord. Trust him. You can trust God. Trust him. Now, don't trust him part of the way. Don't trust him a third or a half or, or three quarters. No, 100%. Trust in the Lord. 
and lean not to your own understanding. Well, that's not the way I used to do it. No, well, that's good. Now, I'm glad you realize that that's not the way that you used to do it or the way that you grew up doing it. No, you're going to have to change. Lean not to your own understanding. And in all thy ways and everything I'm getting ready to do, I'm Lord, I'm going to acknowledge you, Lord, I'm going to put you into it. Lord God, I'm getting up to go to work. Lord, go before me. Lord, I'm going home from work. Lord, give me your grace and mercy as I travel back home. Lord, as I lay down to go to sleep at night, Lord, I want you on my mind and all thy ways acknowledge him. And he shall. Listen, the Bible is is clear. It didn't say maybe. It didn't say possibly. It said he shall. His shells are loaded. There's no blanks here. He shall direct thy path. So let's, let's hold on to that. Don't let that go. Hold on to it. If you don't remember what was said, go back and listen to it again. Share with someone else that we are move we're moving we are taking a dynamic step where matter of fact uh if you were here those of you that's here stand up on your feet and just and just take a dynamic step that's the direction that you're headed in because you took that step you are now you have repositioned yourself from where you were from where you were yesterday into where God, a step closer into where God wants you to be. Bless your Lord God. And so we are moving in the direction that God wants us to move into. Bless your Lord Jesus. So now today we, we and I just want to remind you, our new, the new website is up and, you know, we're testing the COG TV. And so soon that will be up and available. I'm going to keep talking about it because God is doing something here. You know, and if you have not visited the online store, uh, the online store is what's used to support ministry. You know, please go to anchorabove.org. Now, this is this is how we broadcast and this is how we help others. And this is how we're able to do things. Now, I, I want to I'm testifying. Yes, I'm telling you the goodness of God. These items that you that you see that you will see on anchor above dot store. Uh, you're going to see them on television and you're going to see it on other media sources. An ad agency recently saw went to the store site anchor above dot store. And not only did the agency like it. They liked what they saw, but they said, you know what? I feel it. I understand what's going on and said that the, the, the owner of the ad agency said, I'm going to put three of my team members on Anchor Above to produce ads and campaign for the business out of my pocket. I'm going to pay for it. Then he gave me the scripture from Isaiah 53 and 11. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return. Bless your Lord. 
it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. We've entered into a season. We've entered into a particular place that God is orchestrating, that God is controlling. And so uh, I'm telling you, there's more to say, and I'm just going to leave it at that for right now. Um, uh, so you're going to have to go there and visit. You want to be a participant of it. Whatever Cornerstone of Grace is doing, you want to be part of it because God is behind it. God is in front of it. God is on side of it. God is all around it. Bless you, Lord. Now we have our Pentecost service that is coming up on the 20th, excuse me, uh, 2024, uh, what, 172 days away. Not far, not far away. And we are going to be magnifying the Lord and blessing him and exalting him and testifying of the goodness of God. You know, on the day, the Bible said on the day of Pentecost, they were all on one accord. They were all in the upper room. They were being obedient to what God has called them to do. And he said, go back to Jerusalem and wait there until you are until you receive the power, until you receive the promise that he blew up on them. Because the Bible said that he breathed on them and said, receive ye the Holy Ghost. And so when they went back on the day of Pentecost into the room where they were gathered at, it came to pass. It came to pass. The very thing that God had spoken and blew upon them. So see, the thing that may be spoken and you look at it today and say, well, I don't see it right now in this very moment. It doesn't mean that it is not on the way. You just have to get to the place where God wants you to be at so that by the time you arrive there and what he sends arrive there, you're all together on one accord. Yes. Bless your Lord God. In the book of Mark, we're going to the book of Mark and we're going to read some scriptures from the book of, of Matthews, the synoptic gospel, you know, and so uh, Mark, the 15th chapter and the, the eighth verse I'm going to start there, and I, I saw some scriptures here that I want to read, so I'm going to go to my Bible. Um, and, and, and so it says, And the multitude, the eighth verse, 15th chapter, Matthew, And the multitude, crying aloud, began to desire him to do as he had ever done unto them. Now, this is the multitude of people that have gathered together. And they have turned their backs upon God. They turned their back upon the manifestation. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world and received up into glory. You'll find that in First Timothy 3 and 16. And so that is a descriptive order of the life of Christ at a high view. And so uh, the Bible says, and the multitude crying aloud began to desire him to do as he had ever done unto them. Then when we drop down to the 11th verse, it says, but the chief priests moved the people that they should rather release Barabbas unto them. And then when we go down to the 13th verse, it says, and they cry out again, saying, so they lifted up their voices in unity to cry out against him. And then when we drop down to the uh, to the 14th verse and the 15th verse, it said, then Pilate said unto them, why, what evil have he done? 
And they cried out the more. The emphasis that I want to place upon here is the mindset of the people, not so much of the crucifix that occurred, but the mindset of the people and what was happening. So Pilate willing to, co to content the people. In other words, he was willing to satisfy their cry. The chief priests being the influencers of that day and time. The Pharisees, the scribes, and the, the Sadducees, and, and the Herodians, and other political groups and religious groups were influencers of that day and time. Then when we go over to Matthews, the seventh chapter, and the beginning at the 13th verse, and then I'm going to drop down and read from the 20th verse. It says, enter ye at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat, because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. The 20th verse and the 21st verse says, Wherefore, by their fruit you shall know them. By their fruit, you're going to know them. By their fruit, not what they say, but their fruit. The proof they used to say is in the pudding. The proof is in the ingredients. The proof is what you see. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my father, uh, which is in heaven. As a topic this morning, as a thought, I want to say, don't follow the crowd. The crowd won't save you but God will. The crowd cried out. The crowd is on the Broadway. The crowd is doing what seems to be very popular and is trending right now. A crowd is a large number of people gathered together. A group of people uh, leaving little room in a particular area. Now, all of us have participated uh, with a crowd. Some of us have been leaders of the crowd or we've been followers of a crowd. Uh, you may say, well, you know, I, I wasn't a crowd person. I didn't follow the crowd, but you followed the voice of the influencer. And so you acted alone, but the influencer of the one uh, that was also the influence of Mitty, you followed the voice. And so you followed the crowd. Our text this morning deals with a crowd of people yelling to have things done their way. As we end 2023, people are still yelling to do things their way. The increase of the yell and the loudness of the voice to do things their way is not going to subside, but it's going to get louder. The Bible tells us that, 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 the, uh, that as we enter into a certain day and time coming uh, closer to the, to the coming of the Lord, that sin would grow. I'm paraphrasing it, but the sin of people would grow. But it also said that where there's more sin, there's more grace. And so there is an abundance of grace uh, that is given to each of us. There's abundance of grace, an opportunity that is now uh, placed in front of us for us to, uh, to tap into. And we need to do just that. This includes some that say they believe. Because someone says, I am a Christian, my question is, are you a practicing Christian? Uh, because the, 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 
they were referred to as Christians because the people saw, well, first of all, the people was making fun of them. You're like Christ. You know, you're talking that, that lingo, you know, and you're, you're living a certain lifestyle. Uh, and so uh, the, let me tell you, sanctification, holiness is a lifestyle. It is not a just a belief. It is a lifestyle. And so uh, there are those that say they believe in that. And I'm a Christian. But if you're not practicing uh, the if you're not practicing the word of God, remember, the scripture said that uh, that uh, many will come and say, Lord, Lord, that, that was not talking about uh, those that was outside the church. But it was talking about some that are inside the church uh, that they will say, Lord, and he's going to say, depart from me. I don't know you. You didn't do the will of my father. And so you understood what the will was, but you did not do it. You understood, you read it, you heard it. You sung about it, but you did not do it. And so there are those that say they believe, yet they compromise. They defy the word of God. They rebel against the kingdom of heaven. They rebel against the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven representing the principles of God. and The kingdom of God represents the authority of God. And so the Lord is warning you and I today to be careful and not to follow the crowd, nor the voices of the crowd. The Bible tells us in Exodus 23 and 2, thou shall not follow a multitude to do evil. Don't follow the multitude to do evil. Don't follow them. That multitude of people is doing evil. Don't follow them. Well, I'm not following them. I'm just swiping. Don't follow them. You ever notice that that when you sit down and you start dealing with looking at um, a certain now. Now, I, my background is is technology, and I, I love technology. I love sitting down. I, I'm a, I'm a Trekkie fan. I, I listen to what what they're talking about on Star Trek. You know, they were talking the last night. They were talking about the temporal uh, and everything, you know, and that's a temporal and, and technologies of certain point of time. And there's different terminologies being used. And, and you know, and I, I get that, you know, uh, the matrix, you know, what it's all about and, and everything. I, I'm, I'm that's where I am. That's second to God. That's second to God. You know, and, and so uh, those are the things that I like to dive into when I'm when I'm sitting down. One eye is on on the television, uh, watching start, and my other eye is, is sitting there with a book open in front. That's the way I function. The Lord said, "Do not follow them." Why, why did you say all that? Because because when you talk about when you look at technology, we use our phones, you know, and we're swiping, we're looking at stuff that is following an algorithm. There is machine learning involved. There is machine science involved. And now they, they threw out the name AI uh, as if it's something new. It's not new. It's been around for, for the longest. Artificial intelligence, which is monitoring everything that's going on. And so as it monitors and, and you find one thing that you like and, and it is monitored that and it then it flips and give you something else that's that's equal to that. And next thing you know, uh, three minutes have went by. Those three minutes have now turned into 30 minutes and now hours have went by and you've been sitting there scrolling. Don't follow the crowd. Because then when you say sit down with your Bible and read it for 10 or 15 minutes, that becomes a chore. 
but it was not a chore to scroll through things and then to link that information and to send it over to someone else to see. We're following the multitude. Listen, Isaiah, the eighth chapter, the 11th verse says, this is what the Lord said to me. This is what the Lord said to me. Who did he say it to? He said it to Pastor Carl. Who did he say it to? He said it to, to all the brothers that are sitting here. Who he said it to? All the sisters that are listening. Who did he say it to? He said it to your children. He said it to the Lord. He gave this testimony. He said, this is what the Lord said to me. With his strong hand upon me. Warning me not to follow the way of this people. The people was following a different way. The Lord was telling Isaiah, don't go that way. Don't, it might look good. It might sound good. Uh, they're conspiring. They have a secret plan. They group together to do something. And you want to be part of, you can't be part of the group. Don't go that way of the people. Everything this people says is conspiracy. They're going into an overact to do things. Do not fear what they fear. They're walking around in fear and afraid and being dreadful of what is occurring. But everything that's occurring is because of their own action. And he tells him, the Lord Almighty is the one you to regard and regard him as being holy. Our focus is to be on God. God, what is it that you want? God, what is it that you need me to do? God, what is it that you want me to say? How do you want me to act? He is the one to fear. He is the one you are to dread. God is the one. Yes, God is love. God is merciful and he will have mercy on whom he will have mercy. But he's the one to be fearful of. Well, pastor, how do you live your life with fear and trembling? Knowing that if I screw it up, listen to what I'm saying. If I screw it up, I'm going to use myself as an example. If I mess this up and die in sin, then there is the terrible judgment that awaits. But if I live according to his standards and do his commandments and have faith in what God is saying, then I'll be all right. I'm going to be all right. God tells Isaiah to don't follow along with what everyone has to say, but esteem him and esteem him alone. Now, from the beginning of time, man has been faced with questions, choices, or a question and a choice. The question is, will you believe what God has to say? Will you take him at his word or are you going to listen to the word of another? Are you going to listen to them because they look like they got it going on? Are you going you going to look at listen to them because they alpha listen. Ain't nobody alpha. He's God is alpha and omega. Uh, he he's a big dog. Okay? Please don't be offended by me making that statement, but you understand what I mean. He's the one. And so because of what he says and because what he has written in his word, don't nobody else have another biblical word, basic instructions before leaving earth except God himself. He's the only one that has the instructions 
that has been given to us and handed down from the time that it was written to this present day. Man has been faced with a question and a choice. The Bible says, and the multitude crying aloud began to desire of him to do as he had done before. Now, the cry is based upon what? Their desire. The crowd uh, desired him to do this. A desire or the desire is a strong feeling of wanting to have or wishing for something to happen. This has led us into many paths. Uh, we've traveled paths as, as, as well as, you know, and on those paths, we self-sedated. Uh, we've used a variety of legal and illegal pharmaceuticals. Uh, a variety of foods and, and because you eat a variety of food need a little agua there because of you eat a variety of food <coughs> excuse me it don't make you a foodie a foodie is someone that that like sampling food you know go uh, go someplace and have something nice that they hadn't had you that, that's a foodie but when we engage and indulge in having a bunch of stuff because of emotional imbalance, then that's that's not that's self-sedating. Then, uh, because of that, we have been involved with numerous, numerous. Some of you are still involved with sexual activities, trying to satisfy the desire. Because one's desire is crying out, well, this is what I've always done. No, it's time to break the chain of what I've always done. I've always done it this way to satisfy myself and give me some a moment of self-gratification. No, we're going to have faith in God. And because we have faith in God, I don't have to fire up. Because we have faith in God, I don't have to take a sip. Because we have faith in God, I don't have to indulge those desires any longer. Desire is what got Abraham, excuse me, Adam in trouble. It got Adam in trouble. It got Eve in trouble. Desire is what got Eve in trouble. Prior to this moment, Desire is what got each of us in trouble. And so we have to be careful because of the desire, just the desire by itself. Desire. It has been one's desire to satisfy the flesh in a way that is contrary to the will of God. Now, in Galatians, the fifth chapter, the 17th verse, it says, for the flesh lusts against the spirit. Now, here's a, here's, here's a problem here. Your flesh, my flesh, until it is tamed, will lust and it will fight against the spirit. Well, when does it become tame? When you got when you got up this morning, and as you started to go on to get dressed and to do things, to get prepared for today for service or to start your day, your flesh begin to dictate to you. And you have to tell your flesh in that moment that no, no, no. Paul said, I crucify this flesh daily. 
And so it is a daily process that when we get up and we begin our day and we start out on our way, that we put our self in check and say, self, you're going to line up with the will of God today. Self, uh, there is a sin. Thank you, Lord. There is a sin that is not unto death. There's a sin not unto death. That is the sin that comes across your mind. And as soon as it hits your thought pattern and you realize what's going on, that you shake it, that you wave it away and say, no, I'm not going to do that. And so therefore you don't die from that moment. But when you don't brush it away, when you then begin to follow that thought, it brings forth death. We fight against our flesh because it is contrary to the spirit. So then we would not and cannot do the things that we would do. The Bible says, but if you be led of the spirit, how am I led of the spirit? By the word. It's the word of God. Well, let's see. I, I know my Bible tells me in, in Chronicles that I, and it tells me over in Jeremiah. And then I, I was reading over in Luke and the word of God told me just how to act by me looking at the way they acted. And it got them in trouble. Well, I don't want to get in trouble. Even a child, uh, a child watches their sibling. So you have a two year old. Well, no, no, let's jump past the terrible twos. You have a you have a four year old and that four year old is paying attention to the 14 year old. And that four year old realizes that that 14 year old keeps getting in trouble. And that four year old begins to make up in their mind that I'm not going to do that because they keep getting in trouble for that. And if you have children, then you know what I'm talking about, that they watch each other and they learn from each other's behavior what they can and cannot get away with what's best to do and what's best not to do. And so we need to, by following the word of God, it will let us know that, okay, now wait a minute, Israel, you got in trouble for that. You got in trouble for that. I'm not going to do that and get in trouble for it. Man, you, you got caught up in that and you got in trouble. You, I'm not going to do that. And so we're led of the spirit and it says that you're not under the law. Now, the law was given to Moses. But grace, the people take the grace part and say, well, you know, I, I got grace because because uh, God has given me grace. And because he's given me grace, I can still do whatever I want to do. No, that's not what the Bible said. It is it, not what it says. It doesn't say that because I have grace. I can do, I can continue to do what I want to do when I want to do it, because as they, the, the, the crowd of people now is said um, that uh, the church is with me wherever, wherever I go. And so because the church is with me wherever I go, then I can do whatever I want to do and act the way I want to act. And uh, listen, Romans, the sixth chapter and the first verse says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? And so grace, grace comes to an end. Now listen, 
You do not want to be under the law. The law had heavy consequences. The law locked us into condemnation. The law executed judgment immediately. But grace looked beyond our fault and see our needs. But we're not going to extinguish grace by running it to the ground. I got grace. I got grace. I can do what I want to do. No, listen. The Lord warned the church. Thou shalt not follow the multitude to do evil. False prophets. Don't follow the multitude. People are following false prophets. People are following emotionalism. People are following sensationalism. It is a representation without any change. I heard a woman say that in 2024, now she had a crowd of people and they were all just all in awe and all amazed because she was saying that in 2024, the musical is going to take over and it's going to replace preaching. Where is that in the Bible? Where is that in the word of God that anything takes the place of preaching the word of God? It's not written in his word. That prophetic word that she was given was not from God. It's a matter of fact, it is against the scripture. It's against the word of God that the musical was going to take over and the preaching is going to minimize so that preaching is of none effect. But the musical will be more effective. The scripture says, and I don't care how you shake and shimmer, Shake, shimmer, shimmer, rock and roll, whatever you're doing to make it seem like you got a word from God. I want the church to understand something here. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 1 and 18, for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But to us which believe it is the power of God. Preaching is of the cross is the power of God. The musical is not the power of God. But the preaching of the cross is. Jesus preached. He told his disciples to preach and he has called others to preach. You cannot hear what God is saying without the preached word. No matter how you might feel, oh, that music felt so good. Without the preached word, you don't have the deliverance. Ephesians 4, 10 and 13 he that descended is the same that also ascended up far above heaven that he might fulfill all things. He gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Till we all come into the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of God unto a perfect man and to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ. Every gift that I name, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastors, teachers are for the preaching of his word, which brings about perfection unto the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. It brings our perfection. It brings about perfection. The, the goal is to perfect you. The goal. You cannot follow the crowd and say, well, you know, that is what that prophet said. I'm going to tell you now, and I'm not talking about that individual, but there are some that lie. They lie for the reason of sensationalism. They lie for the reason of that it's not given by God. Now, if you was with us in Bible class on 
on on Wednesday, you could go back and listen to the message that says, I'm blessed. There was a man of God who was given a word from the Lord. And he was told that when you go to prophesy, that don't go the same way that you went. And when you return, don't come the same way, go a different way. And as you go, I want you to fast. Don't eat nothing. Don't drink nothing. Stay to yourself. But as he went, he he met another prophet. And that prophet said, listen here. I'm also of God. I'm paraphrasing here. Uh, I, I'm of God too. And, and I have a word. Come on, come on to my house and we're going to sit down to eat. We're going to have some sandwiches and, you know, some water, whatever. We're going to have bread and water. And so he went with him. He followed him. He was influenced by what he said. Don't be influenced by what others say. Be influenced by what God has to say. You should be able to go and I want you to go into the word of God and hear what I am saying and compare it. If it is not the word of God, you're not obligated to it. I don't care how much they quicken, how much they move, how loud they speak, what foreign language they have. I don't care. And neither should you. It must line up with the word of God. That's mandatory. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But the word of God will not fail. The Bible said that where there's prophecy is going to fail. Where there's healing is going to fail. All of, Everything else is going to fail eventually. But the word of God is not going to fail. We begin this text with a crowd of people yelling to have things done their way. Today, 2023, and as we enter, as people enter into 2024, rapture, if the Lord catches us up, there's still going to be people saying we want it done our way. If the Lord have mercy and we're not raptured up, we're not caught up. First Thessalonians 4 and 16. We're not caught up, but yet we're still here. People are still going to be saying we want to done our way. People are going to be yelling those things, whether they left behind or if the Lord is merciful and, and await for some other souls to be saved that's in his will. Listen, believe the few words God is sending. This is my advice. Believe the few words that God is sending. God is not doing a bunch of talking and telling everybody everything that's being said. Believe the few words that God is sending. Do not compromise. Do not defy. Do not rebel. Do not reject the few words that he is sending because of the crowd. People are caught up in the crowd. Well, you know, because it must be right because it's a crowd of people. No, that don't make it right. We're going to see that in a moment here. It said we have to be careful of fads. A fad is intense. A fad is widely shared for something. A fad is also short-lived. And it has no true basis in the object's quality. It's trending today. Now trending, you see that sometimes, you hear that said. But that's now, and then after a while, it's gone. 
there, there was a moment that everybody was running to get tattoos. Everybody's not running to get tattoos no more. Everybody's not showing off their tattoos. Now, now some people are wearing long sleeve shirts because they don't want you to see their tattoos. You know, and, and so uh, that was trending for a moment. That was trending. Uh, people that, that was in church that never got tattoos, now they, now they got tatted up. Yeah, they all arm tatted up. It was trending. It was trending because the athletes was doing it. The athletes was getting... Uh, if you go, if you go and trend, if you gonna follow the athlete, get a get a ten million dollar contract too. Uh, don't leave off, don't get the tattoos and, and leave off the contract of ten million dollars. Don't don't get the tattoos and lead off the and, and the endorsement for uh, for Nike apparel or for Adidas apparel or for Anchor Above apparel, uh, you know, or, or Puma apparel. Don't leave off getting that stuff too. Don't don't leave off getting those endorsements. You, you forgot about the, the percentage and the investment and all of that that they're getting for that. And so if you're going to do, do part of do it all. Sensationalism. Be careful of sensationalism. Sensationalism is the use of exciting or shocking stories. And see, that's what that's what you see on TikTok. Shocking and exciting stories. That, that's all you're seeing. That's all you're trending with. And, and so don't get caught up in that. It's questionable content. It is used to provoke public interest and excitement. I was watching as pastors. I'm ashamed. I feel bad, but I'm, I'm exposed it without any names. It was like watching a presidential debate. Ministers attacking each other instead of running revivals, restoring souls operating in the spirit of deliverance. Why do you want to attack another pastor? You don't have to agree with what they're doing, but why are you going to hang all that dirty laundry out? Why don't you go to their service? Why don't you befriend them and teach them a better way? That's what Aquila and Priscilla did in the book of Acts. Is that right? Is that right? Did you read that? Okay. I just want to know that you read it. If you didn't read it, go back and find it. They met a man that was preaching the word and they listened to what he was saying. And the Bible said that they took him, this husband and wife, took him to the side and expounded to him a more better way. They didn't attack him. They didn't make him a public spectacle. They didn't call his name out. They didn't apply him to social media of any type or whatever they had existing in that day as we do today. That's sin. The Bible said if you see a brother or a sister overtaken in a fault, I told you there's scripture. Oh, Holy Ghost, thank you, Lord. If you see a brother or sister overtaken in a fault, it, it tells us to consider ourselves and go to that person and deal with them. And then say put it, take a screenshot, a snippet of it, and put it on social media and show it to everybody. You you you're against the word of God in doing that. Pastor Henderson and didn't write that. The Lord, holy men were inspired as the Holy Ghost moved up on them. And they wrote this. I'm repeating what he said. The Bible said, rebuke, don't rebuke an elder. If you have, if you find that the elder is in fault, go to someone else, bring a witness and go to them to deal with that. But here you are putting it all on social media, hanging this stuff out. You letting the devil use you. All right, let's go on. First Corinthians 2. One, put that on social media. Don't let the devil use you. First Corinthians two, one to two. And I and I, brethren, when I come unto you, 
I come not with excellent speech or wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. It's important that when the revivalists come to the church, the revivalists don't need to be talking to you. If the revivalists contact you to find out what's going on in the church, they, they don't need to be running revival. There should be the spirit of discernment, the gift of God, the moving of the Holy Ghost and the preaching of Christ and nothing else. I don't have to preach anything else except Christ and your faith in him. That's it. What he did is finished. And when he finished it, my job started. Every preacher, teacher, evangelist, prophet, prophetess and messenger, apostle, messenger. Every believer need to grab hold to this message. First Timothy four, one through four. I charge thee. This is the message. I charge thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. It said, preach the word. It didn't say preach against another person. It didn't say call nobody's name out. It said, preach the word. And it said, be instant in season. And then when you feel like doing it, when you don't feel like doing it, out of season, rebuke, reprove, exhort, and with long suffering and doctrine. In other words, you got you you don't have time to deal with other stuff when you have people that there's people there are souls in your presence there's souls outside there are souls across the country that's looking to be delivered that want to hear a true word from god they don't want to show they don't want entertainment they want deliverance and then there are those that fall into this category for the time will come where they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust desire. And we talked about desire after their own lust, they shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears and they shall turn every, they shall turn away from the truth. Don't follow the crowd. Remember, this is a description of the crowd for the time will come when they, the multitude will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust, their own desire, they show heat to themselves. They're going to go out looking for those that that shimmer and shake and all of that that mess. Having itching ears, they, they can't wait to hear. Well, you know, so going to be in town. The prophet's going to be, you know, they're going to prophesy. They're going to prophesy over my life. Let me tell you something here. Because you receive a, a, a blessing. Because you receive money, because you receive that word, don't mean you're going to be saved. Jesus healed folks. When he healed them, it doesn't mean that they followed him afterwards. They were a recipient of a healing, but everybody didn't follow the Lord. Matter of fact, the Bible said that that some of them, when he, when he started talking about uh, the the um, Communion, some of them uh, tripped and, and left. They, they thought he was tripping. Isaiah 8 said, this is what the Lord said unto me. I'm, I'm, I'm shutting down. This is what the Lord said unto me. With a strong hand upon me, warning me not to follow the way of people. 
Don't follow the way of people. My advice, uh, the word that I'm speaking to you is don't follow people. Don't follow conspiracies. Don't follow their fears. Don't follow their dread. But you rely on the Lord and you follow him because he's holy. And that's the one to fear. That's the one to be afraid of. Don't follow the crowd. The crowd will not. The crowd cannot save you. Mark 15 and 8. And the multitude. Who is the multitude? It is everyone that nameth Christ and refuse to depart from iniquity. Who is the multitude? Everyone that is doing it their way and not God's way. Who is the multitude? It is everyone that is crying aloud. I want to fulfill my own desires. And desiring to do according to spiritualism. Ritualism. And to feed the fleshly parts of their existence. Now, let me let me touch that for a moment. I told a young man the other day, he called me and asked me for some advice regarding an issue at their church. And I, I refer him back to you. You got to talk to your pastor. But let me explain something to you here. Let me make sure something that you understand something here. You go to that church because your mama went to that church. You go to that church because uh, because you think it's the family church. But let me explain something to you. If that church is not helping you to be saved, if it is not about the saving of your soul, you're in the wrong place. You're there because you're comfortable. And that's a problem. Church is not meant for us to be comfortable. Nope, there's scripture for that. It's not meant for us to be comfortable. We don't come to church to get all comfortable and, and friendly and cozy with one another. Not, not that, I'm not saying anything wrong with that. You're going to build family, brotherly love to continue. But it's not a place where we go and we just and we're not growing spiritually. It's not a place where we go and it's a ritual that, well, you know, I was raised a Baptist and I always be a Baptist. I was raised a Catholic and I always be a Catholic because this is the way. I, no, it's about your soul salvation. It's about your soul salvation. And so therefore we get away from we leave traditionalism and we leave ritual ritualism and spiritualism to become to serve the true and living God. Now, I'm closing with these words. Listen, I'm closing up. I got to I got to stop. 2024 is a year of preparation. Preparation means that you're looking for something to happen. It is the act or process of getting ready or being made ready. 2024 is a year of preparation, meaning that you're walking with an expectation. You don't prepare unless you have expectations. 2024 is a year of preparation. It is a year of preparation. 2024 is not like 2023. It is not going to be a rollover into it another year and things continue as usual. No, it, no, it's not a continuation of that. Listen to what the word of God is saying. Matthew 7, it says, enter ye at the straight gate. Wide is the gate. Broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go on their at. So there's a lot of people on the Broadway. But then it says, because straight is the gate 
and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life. And few there be that find it. Those that have come to Cornerstone, those that are listening uh, to, to inside the pages from afar, uh, listen here. It's time to stop following the, the masses and multitude of what everybody is saying and get back to what God is saying, because few there be that find it. And we're one of the few. Yes, because I know what's being taught here. I know what is being exhorted here. I know what is being preached here. That's why I can say that. Pay attention to the actions of others, because the Bible said by their fruit, you know them. Not everyone that said unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. Not everyone. But if you listen to what I'm saying, if you obey what is being said, if you have faith in God, in your obedience, when you stand in his presence and you say, Lord, he's going to say yes. Holy Ghost, bless your Lord Jesus. His, the vernacular, the idioms and what is said in that moment will not be. I don't know you. But it's going to be a welcome. It doesn't have to be when I say a welcome. Uh, now, listen to what I'm saying. And listen to what I'm saying. You, you need to get this. You need to get this. Because when you go to God in prayer today, tomorrow, as long as the Lord tarry and you begin to talk to him, it will be a yes. Or if it's not good for you, it will be a no. Let that marinate for a moment. Not everyone that said unto me, Lord, Lord, is going to get. You want your response to be different from those that have a response that they are not in the fold. Everyone that says I'm a Christian. Mm. They're saying, Lord. But here's the difference. What is going to make the difference to those that are saved and those that attend are those that those there are those that are saved, sanctified, presenting their bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto the Lord, Romans 12 and 1. And then there are those that attend church and they receive blessings and they get healings and so on. But they don't live a sanctified life. Wherever you are today, change is required. For continual preparation, it requires change. If you are not, if you have not changed, and if you want to change after hearing the word of God, the Bible tells us in Acts, the third chapter, the 19th verse, Peter gave this advice. He said, repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins be blotted out. When the time of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord, and ye shall... And ye, and he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you. See, we, that's why we preach Christ, so that you get to know him. You got to get to know him. You got to get to know him. Whom the heaven must receive until the time of restitution for all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the beginning of the world or since the world began. However you want to phrase it. The point is, is that God has been saying don't follow the influencer. Don't follow the crowd since the beginning. The message goes way back. If you've been in Genesis, go back and read it. Go back and read it. Go back and read it. 
Bless your Lord Jesus. Bless your holy name, Savior. Bless your Lord God. I'm going to stop there. But if you have not committed your life to the Lord, if you have not committed your life to Christ, I want to encourage you to do that. It's time to change and it's time to walk with expectations and faith in God. Well, I've had faith in God. Now, listen here. Stay with me. Stay with me. Mighty God, we're going to work on that together. The Bible said have faith. So we're going to work on having faith together. We're going to work on believing God's word together. We're going to work on being fully committed unto God together. Bless your Lord Jesus. Bless your Lord God. If you've not repented of sin, if there's something that you know that is separating you from God, then it's time to be reunited back to him, with him. If you're out of the sheepfold, if, if you backslidden, if you, you followed the influence of someone, you followed the crowd of someone where well, they don't know what they talk. It's the same old, same old. Listen here. It's through the foolishness of preaching to save those that believe. The preaching of the cross is the power of God unto salvation. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for your word this morning. Thank you for blessing uh, the, me to exalt and to talk about your goodness, Lord God. And Lord Jesus, and I pray and ask that you would bless each one that is under the sound of my voice, Lord God, as they take a step into faith, walking by faith in you, Lord God, and as they walk in obedience to your word. Lord Jesus, I ask that you would open their understanding even more. Lord God, I thank you for your kindness and grace. I thank you, Lord God, for, for blessing us, Lord God, being mindful of us. Lord Jesus, now I pray for each one that has tuned in to your word, Lord God, on uh, through inside the pages. Lord God, continue to bless them. Help them wherever they are. You know their geographical locations, Lord God, uh, the pastors and ministers and the various ones that are listening to your word and those that will listen later. I ask that you would bless and strengthen them, Lord God, strengthen their hand. Lord God, upon the gospel plow, Lord God, and I, I pray and ask that you would bless those that are supporting the ministry. Lord Jesus, their local ministry. Lord, bless them and let them not feel the loss. Lord God, and those that are supporting a cornerstone, Lord God, I ask that you would bless them as well, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, thank you, Lord, as we use, Lord God, what is given for the furtherance of cause to propagate the gospel, Lord God, through the various means. Lord God, help us, Lord God, to be attentive. I ask that you would bless the, the hands of each one, Lord God, that is helping, Lord God, to furtherance of the gospel, even those under the sound of my voice. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, live safe, live holy. Don't follow the voice of the influencer. Don't follow the crowd. God bless you.